In the Wild West world of podcasting, there is one podcast that is authentic and genuine and continues to stand tall in its originality. Based on a passion for his guests, their work, and his love of podcasting, Derek Thomas and Monday Morning Critic Podcast get amazing, diverse, unique guests found nowhere else. The variety and quality are endless. There is something for everyone. Derek Thomas is the hero you deserve. He's a silent guardian, a watchful protector. Welcome to Monday Morning Critic Podcast. Here is Derek Thomas. Hi, Liz. How are you? I'm good. How are you? Good. So last time we spoke, I had, I don't know if you remember me, I had a jar of peaches for Jim. Remember I showed you on right. screen? Right, right, right. Yeah. Okay. So listen, I've watched everything Donna's been through this year, and I want—I didn't want you to think I forgot about you. I have a perfect gift for you. Dude. I have a bottle of tequila for you. All right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to I'm going to tell you of any character I feel like do you remember the movie Kindergarten Cop after Arnold's first day of teaching of teaching these kindergartners who absolutely just destroyed him he comes home from work and passes out on the bed I yeah, feel I, I feel like I feel like that's what Donna does at night I think she yeah I think, I think after a bit of fucking <laughs> yeah. Uh, um, yeah. I mean, this season, I felt like she was always putting out fires. I felt like she was always like, she's dealing with this person and that person and crazy Randall and this. She is like the ultimate multitasker. Is that a good way of looking at her in part? Yeah. <laughs> you Absolutely. know, um, what, what was most fun about her this this season for you? Right. Well, what, what did you enjoy bringing to her um, this season? Maybe that season one didn't offer or that season one didn't have. Well, I, I mean, I think that seeing her capacity for compassion and love, like the scene with Ethan, her response to Peg, uh, Peg up that Fatima, yeah, um, that I love that that side has been enriched, and so we're seeing more complexity in her. I did thoroughly enjoy all of my sparring with uh, Randall. Mm. I love that they've introduced him as a problem for me. And, and then Jim becomes more problematic. And I, I mean, I just, every time, like any time it's like, Oh, there's a scene with Harold. <laughs> um, you know, yeah. yeah and, you know, and I was thinking when you were tied up to the tree, I'm like, Donna must be thinking like, you have got to be kidding me. Like of all the shit that I have to deal with, I got to deal with this nutcase doing this to me. Like, is that yeah. a good way of looking at what she's going through? Yeah, and he kicked her when she's down too. Uh, oh, oh, and, and the fact that he brought Jim along with like you can almost sense the disappointment. Like Donna's like Jim, like he sucked you into this madness as well, right? Oh, yeah. I think if she had more energy at that point, not only would Randall have got it way harder, but the a big strip would have been torn off Jim. But I think she is just done at that point like she will keep going because she's donna but she's just she's at a low and i yeah i think she's i I think she's the i told you this during the press day i'll tell you now i think she's the backbone of the show i think what she brings is invaluable you know i think if things were normal she's the type of person if you had a few drinks with would have the loudest most infectious laugh in the room but because yeah. of all, but because of all the misery she's gone through, it's been hell for her. You know, there's a there's a line that Jade says early on where he's like, he thinks it's all a joke. Like when he comes in, he thinks that it's like a, a escape room. Like, yeah. and it, it, and he's kind of not wrong. It is an escape room, but if you lose, you lose your life. So, yeah. Um, yeah. 
but but how have you found like the massive appeal this show has? Like, it's certainly a top five show for me this year. Um, and I know there's many others that have been saying the same on Reddit or Facebook or, or wherever okay. you look. Where do you think the appeal comes from? Is it the storytelling? Is it the phenomenal Canadian-based cast? Where, where do you think it's coming from? You're saying Canadian-based cast because nobody <laughs> talked about that. <laughs> I did. I did. Awesome. No, it's great. It's like it's a lovely thing that here we are. We've been embraced, and it's fantastic. And we and then we have these, you know, Boyd at Harold at the helm, this amazing actor and amazing Jack. And anyway, it's. It's this amazing. Did I did I say amazing? Yes, you did. <laughs> An amazing opportunity because in Canada we some we you know we sometimes get overlooked. Like so, and we're getting to really test our metal, and I think everybody's bringing it. So, and, and let's also recognize Canada on a broader, on a much more bigger level. I mean, that's where a lot of movies are are shot, like The Revenant. Yeah. I mean, there's a ton of movies. I mean. Canada yeah. is is a beautiful backdrop too. So let's let's give it credit. Oh my god! Like no Nova Scotia, all of Canada. I mean, we're so diverse in terms of our our vistas. I can't yeah. think of the right word. Our it, uh, it, oh Jesus! Sometimes words I, leave. No, I get you. I, I get you. Know what I mean, our yeah, physical environment—that's the word. Our physical environment is really diverse and really beautiful. Yeah. Um as it is in America, it's just ours is all just sort of spread out more. Yeah. Uh, but uh, it, what was your original question? No, I think you answered it. Canada's backdrop. You've, you've effectively answered that. I, I did want to say, because this has spoilers in it and I won't release it until after the, the, the finale this week. Um, so there has to be a season three, right? I mean, there can, if it ends like this, I think there's going to be a riot. I hope there's not a riot. I, I hope there's a clamor. <laughs> um we're we're still sort of waiting you know uh we, uh we just hope everybody keeps watching we're you know there's a writer's strike right now so yeah uh, that's right yeah I forgot about that. It, not just us every every production in north america well not in north america but that's american based yeah uh, we're, we're I, all waiting on things I don't know what you could say about that ending, but like what a WTF moment. Like I turned to my wife and I was like, holy shit, she's out. She's out. But like now she's going to want to get back in and there's still a lot of questions. But I thought the show, because people were like, we want, we want to know more. We want to know what happens. We want to know what happens. I feel like the writers and the creators and showrunner did a wonderful job of bringing that home in season two, but saying, you know what? We got more story to tell. I love how they did that. I feel like they satisfied a lot of fronts on that case. Is that a good way of looking at it? I think so. That's my perspective. You know, I know there are people clamoring for more answers, uh, but I take a bit the view of like life doesn't give you answers when you want them. And when it does, it brings you more questions. <laughs> so I, I I think it does. And I think it's an epic ending. Mm. I, when I read it, because of the vintage I am, I went, I think this is better than that ending on Dallas. <laughs> <laughs> you know the one I mean. Yes, right? I do. I do. Um, yeah. I think it's better because yeah. there's a possibility, whereas theirs was like, that's just that, that, you know, it was epic, but it was like, just like, oh, it was all a dream. Right. Well, wherever hell is, Tabitha's out of it, at least. But the problem is, like, everybody else she loves is there. Is there. Like, yeah. Yeah. So, um, so when you watch the show as a fan, 
Liz, is what character outside of your own who I, I just is one of my faves? Oh, did, did did you watch and say? I mean, I'm sure the whole cast is, and they are. They're all super yeah, no, people. everybody's. But but yeah. when you watch it, is there somebody that maybe resonated with you, or you were like, Jesus, that is really good. That is pretty damn good. Yeah, so yeah, it's it's not a hard one because I don't have it's because I have so many. Yeah, I will say that. Um, I mean, all, Harold, always. Mm. Um, he's gonna get so sick of me. <laughs> <laughs> Stop giving me any more. Just can you hate me once, woman? Um, I was enormously taken with. Scott McCord and uh, David Alpay's scenes together. Yeah. I was uh, that kind of really, I, I'm going to use a word that sounds so negative, but I mean it in the best way. I was beautifully jealous of, of what they brought. Like I loved what the two of them brought together. The yeah. And, the, and the, the storytelling between those two this season. Yeah. See, a lot of people have said Scott, a lot of people have said um, uh, Harold, but I feel like you brought up a great one that not many people bring up, and that is uh, David Alpe. Is that his, that's his name correctly? David. He he is David. so good. Yeah, he he, he is it. so amazing in that show. He is, but and but my thing for me is that I think that Victor and Jade, they have brought something to that relationship and that energy between the two of them that you rarely see two actors bring together. Yeah, I agree. And if you switched one of those actors out, I don't know that you'd have it. Yeah. Well, I'm going to tell you what, um, we have one of the best shows on TV in our hands right now, and you're a huge reason for that. And thank you for all your awesome work. Thank you very much. Have a wonderful day. That was great. Thank you. Go Canada. Thank you for listening to Derek Thomas and Monday Morning Critic Podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, you can also connect with Monday Morning Critic on Instagram and Facebook, MDM Critic on Twitter, subscribe on Apple Podcasts or wherever podcasts are found. All episodes available, www.mmcpodcast.com.